today on the Southern California Real Estate Report. Home prices in San Diego take a dip. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome to Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California. So finally, it looks like we're seeing um, kind of what we've been predicting, and that is um, some some slowdown in the home market, right? I would call it a slight softening. Yeah, that's, I think that's a really good description. That's right. This is a slight softening. And, you know, it's Okay, so it's really crazy. So this article, where where is this article from, Danielle? The Union Tribune. Okay, so this is a UT article, and it's it's really really interesting because the data you have to really pause for a minute and say, wait a minute, what? And so here's the net of it. So we're seeing a home price drop, and this is one of the biggest drops in the US so the San Diego market this is this is what is considered one of the biggest drops so drum roll please what is the drop go ahead danielle it's what 2.1 2.1% 2.1% yeah. so just to put this in perspective so when we were out you know making offers and trying to do deals with um you know brokers in the community and and specifically and I think we've talked about this maybe in other podcasts but you know, we were looking in Coronado and around like, you know, coastal San Diego, which, you know, is the most desired real estate. It's the highest priced. It's the most expensive, blah, blah, blah. But now at the end of the day, I mean, even when we were at these, what we would say were overinflated asking prices, right? Mm-hmm. We all kind of know that now um, because people were, you know, there was a lot of frenzy. There was a lot of demand. So still we were seeing deals getting done at, Two or three percent off asking. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like some groundbreaking, shattering news. We are bringing it up today, I think, more to show the resilience of our market. For well, one, yeah, and I think that that's really what it comes down to. It's the biggest drop in the nation, and yet, or one of the biggest. I think it's the fourth biggest. Yeah, but um, it still shows how resilient this market's been, especially now. And and I've been talking to some people, and they think this is only going to get worse as, you know, 2023 comes along, and we'll see more softening. But what is interesting about, this article brings it up, what's interesting about people that own homes is that that we still run into this issue of, where are you going to go if you sell? So there's not a lot of inventory. Right. There's still a lack of inventory. There's not that many people selling. And especially now with interest rates going up, where you cannot afford to get into something else. Well, and that's just it, right? And that's what makes this really interesting. And so, you know, part of this article kind of centers around that conversation. And the 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 fact of the matter is is that the inventory what what's being told here is that the inventory is really beaten down because there's no incentive for people to sell. Right. And so because it's such an uneven playing field in the market right now for those that have very low rates that would be potential sellers, you know, and just thinking about like the low rate um, period, I mean, you're probably seeing people like you and your husband where if you guys had kids in that particular house that you're in, you might be considering a move up. 
And there are people, but you have that low rate. Luckily, in your case, you're not feeling like you guys are squeezed out of your house. But there are probably those that are that first-time home buyer that bought in, say, the last five years. Now they can't move. It's totally changed the landscape, you know? And now you're stuck. And even, like, even back, let's say, a year ago when Jake and I were considering maybe upgrading our home, we were were in a similar spot just for different reasons, right? Right. It's like, you know, we weren't squeezed out because of home if interest rates, but now we were squeezed out because pricing was just moving too quickly for us. Right. And we considered it, but we liked the fact that we, you know, our interest rate was really low and our mortgage rate was really low and it just made sense to stay. And now we're not moving because I, my interest rate's really low. Well, and so. that's just it. And so, you know, this article is also in combined, in, it's also combined with some data from Case Schiller, um, for those of you that don't know who Kay Schiller is, he's a Yale economist and, you know, one of the preeminent economists for real estate data in the country. Um, Kay Schiller is kind of the, the go-to for residential real estate information. The other markets that he's calling out here are Phoenix, which is down 2.2%, Las Vegas, which is down 2.4%, San Francisco and Seattle both down 2.9%. But more importantly, something that they're talking about here is the fact that – so. You know, the news as far as the economy goes is pretty doomy gloomy. And you would think that you would see more, um, you know, home sales occurring. But because there's so many people locked into these lower rates, you know, that's really a big part of this problem. So, so even though like the economic data is not that sunny, there's just not there, you know, there's a lot of people that are protected because of these low rates and they're going, you know, where would I go or what would I have to do? Um, So as an example of the data, um, there were 5,273 homes for sale from August 29th to September 25th in in the San Diego metro area, and that's including all of San Diego County. This data is provided by Redfin, which is a competitor of Zillow and kind of one of the iBuyers and uh, real estate companies in the market that – is working on a national basis, so they 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 crunch a lot of data. Um, but that was down from 5,570 around the same time in 2020, and more than 8,000 in 2019. So there's been this this constant shrink in inventory, right? You know, and it's I mean that's pretty dramatic. 2019, we had 8,000 homes on the market at that same time, so that August to September time, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you would say is kind of the the tail end of the home selling season. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you're down to like 5,200. I mean, that is a dramatic decrease in available inventory. And honestly, like you and I have looked at a lot of inventory together and we have spent a lot of time going through. And you're looking at me like with that face, like it is really bad, guys. There is nothing. Yeah. And what you're seeing is it's just it's weird. Yeah. There's just nothing. It's like. You can, you know, you used to be in a period where every day you look, you see something slightly different. Yeah. You can look for two weeks and not see anything different. I mean, we still have several buyers, North County Coastal, we have Coronado, we have a lot of people that are still looking at investment, you know, opportunities, things like that. And everybody, virtually everybody is sidelined. Oh yeah, um, there's and, nothing. And so that 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 makes it kind of weird right now. Um, and part of that is, you know, this data. When you see it, you're like, wow. Now the interest rates, the interest rates have definitely, you know, limited what buyers can currently afford. 
at the time of the writing of this article, the rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was 6.11%, up 2.9% from a year ago. So that's how much we've gone up in a year. We've gone up nearly, you know, 300 basis points, right? Yeah, that's so, a lot. So that's a lot. And, uh, you know, they're saying that uh, interest rates, at least as of Tuesday, from Mortgage News Daily, Even between, excuse me, between the period that 6.11% was in September, now we're at 6.65% at the writing of this article. So between September and now November, or this is really December, let's say, um, or end of November, you know, we're still, we're still up another, you know, 50 basis points. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. Yes. It just shows that the market is just kind of at a weird spot right now. And, and it's going to take, it's, I think there's still a bit more shakeout to come. I feel like if you are an investor or you're trying to look for a home, I, I still think that there's going to be opportunity in the future. I just think that you're going to have to exercise a lot of patience right now. Well, and the other thing is, too, is the Case-Shiller information, you know, the markets are only down 1%. This is the third month in a row, so basically we're down 3%. So it's kind of like turning a ship, right? It's going to take some time. Right. So, you know, who knows where this stops? I think that's what everyone's waiting for. But when you look around the country from this Redfin data and you look at the median single-family home sale price, for example, in Dallas, it's 427000 450000 in Las Vegas, 475000 in Phoenix, 840000 in Seattle, and it was $1.7 in San Francisco. So San Francisco, if, if this continues to go that way, I think why they're using this and putting this out there is to point out that, you know, San Francisco has, you know, quite a bit of room. Um, to, to have a little bit more, uh, you know, shrinkage in, in the pricing of that market. It, it goes on to say that a 2.1% drop in prices in September was high for San Diego, but not as high as the previous months when prices dropped 2.5%, the biggest fall since July of 2008. The Case-Shiller records go back to 87, and the biggest drop for the San Diego Metro was 3.39 in February of 2008. So, and then the biggest annual drop was 26.7% in October of 08. So, I don't think that we're at a point where, you know, we're in a, you know, market type collapse like we saw in 2008. The fundamentals are a lot different. I, I know that, like, that's kind of a taboo thing to say in the business economic world because everyone's like, they're, they're, they're always the same, right? Everyone thinks they're different, but when there's economic contraction, usually it comes from some sort of debt crisis or something like that. So we're not, it doesn't feel like we're seeing that right now. We're definitely seeing, you know, this interest rate elevation and going after interest rates at such a aggressive pace has had a major effect. What I'm really curious about is, um, what is going to happen with the overall inventory? Is this going to become the new normal where in our market, you know, we've gone from 8,000 homes in 2019 to now about five or a little over? That definitely has a major effect on on what's available for people to buy. I still feel like there's demand. I think there's a lot of demand. I think that, you know, we are, our, our, our gender, our population is getting older. Yeah. And so there is going to be eventually kind of a 
a shake out from that. Yeah. Not not right away. Not empty for nesters like bigger houses that they just don't need. You know, and things like that. But, you know, people having to move in with with their kids as a result of not being able to take care of themselves anymore. Yeah. You know that that generation, my parents' generation, yeah. is is going to end up having to sell, or yeah. at least their kids are going to have to inherit their homes or whatever. Yeah. You're, so there's going to be shakeout there. I think that that we're still a little further away from. Yeah. So you know I th- that is probably the next big glut in our market of inventory yeah. will probably happen from from that just population that owns homes, yeah. which is. You know, between the ages, what, 65 now and 80 at this point? Yeah. It's probably going to, you know, it's going to probably change a little bit. But yeah. I think that's the next one. I feel like right now it's just it's just a tough market. It is. So we'll keep we'll keep an eye on this. I mean, I, I do think that it's interesting that, you know, looking at this 1% decline per month, I mean, if this goes into next year and we're having this conversation next year, you know, we'll be at a 12 or a 15% you yeah, know, decline. exactly. And, you know, you and I were talking earlier, um, you have met like an economist type person or a financial person from one of the universities here that's kind of saying, hey, we're, we, you know, I'm predicting like 20%. So you hear a lot of that discussion. The question is, how long is it going to take? Right. So I that's know. what we're going to follow right now. And uh, we'll keep everyone posted. Thanks for listening today. This this has been the Southern California Real Estate Report.